Welcome to the Amy Rushworth Show. I'm your host, Amy, coach to multidimensional leaders, wild souls, and a voice for unapologetic pleasure, abundance, feminine liberation, and body-based business. This show is for the woman who has big, badass dreams, and every episode is a catalyst for your healing, your turn on, your wealth, your freedom, your embodiment, and your soul awakening. You're going to hear heartfelt, unfiltered solo episodes, as well as soul nourishing combos with incredible teachers and industry leaders. May every episode expand, inspire, teach, ignite, or show you the way to living your best fucking life unapologetically. Are you fucking ready? Let's go. Welcome to the show, you divine fucking queen of a woman. Welcome. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here with you. I think we're going to have, not I think, I know we're going to have a juicy dropped in magical time together. Me too. You've been a really pivotal person in my journey and you were my mentor up until recently. And so I'm so excited to bring you to our listeners. Do you want to give a little intro about yourself? Hello, my beautiful beings. I am Ashay Sundara and Let's see. I'm a liberator. I'm here for love, for union, for expansiveness in our power, our sovereignty. And it all stems down to my journey of supporting women leaders, supporting myself in the journey of entrepreneurship and business. And like my, I would say, my journey has been one of body, been one of finding pleasure, joy, magnetism, peace, depth inside of my own being, inside of who I, who I have chosen to be in this lifetime and learning through my journey of life, being that person, radiating that out into the world. I always, I knew from the time I was in college when all my friends were, you know, doing their, doing their thing, studying to be this person in the world. I knew from that moment on, I was like, I actually just want to be me. Like I, I I knew that I just wanted to be myself. So, so much of my journey has been in learning for me and then teaching from that place of embodiment. And now it's my joy to work with leaders and women who are doing that doing that being that living that path and I love Amy that um, you have your program unapologetic because I know when we talked about that we talked so much about how it's just so deeply you like it's so deeply who you are there's no one better on the planet to be offering that work than you and that's my joy is like really doing that myself, supporting women in knowing that our journeys are for us and for the world. And we get to liberate ourselves and each other at the same time. So Mm. 
that's a little bit about me. Amazing. So many things, so much genius. And uh, I, I see you as unapologetic too, love. Like, I, I feel like that was the, the essence of you that drew me in. I think I was like initially like a little bit triggered by you. And that doesn't happen that often for me where I feel like activated by people online. Um, and then I lent in a little closer and then I was like, no, wait, I'm, I'm obsessed with everything that she has to say. And I'm joining the mastermind. I'm joining the containers. And you've taught me so much about being unapologetic and like finding your own rhythm with that. Because being unapologetic isn't just like being bold or fierce or um, forceful or just saying things that are really charged to trigger people. It's like being who you really are. And I feel like you really embody that. Mm. Yeah, my my experience with the the word unapologetic, the feeling of being unapologetic is that it's it's to be of service and at the core there is a purity to it. So when I'm unapologetic about my boundaries, my prices, my containers, what's a yes and what's a no in my business and my life, it's because I love you. It's because I want the best for you. So if someone's like, okay, I'm joining this container and it, there's no refund policy, I'm joining. And then two months later, they're like, I want a refund. Well, holding a boundary to that would, in some people's eyes, would seem like that's unapologetic. But to me, there's a moment of like, you, like, th- where, how am I, by holding that boundary, how is that creating more of a safe space for someone to actually meet their desires, actually meet the version of themselves that said yes to the space? So there's all these moments in life that have taught me that being unapologetic is, yeah, for me, because I'm getting to live the life that I'm choosing to live, right? And it's a choice in every moment. But also there's this deep service to, okay, if I wasn't, if I didn't connect to the unapologetic nature of holding my own boundaries or the unapologetic nature of talking about money or talking about sex online, then I wouldn't have served thousands and thousands of women. And I have, we have, like, that's part of, that's part of what we actually need in this industry is the willingness to speak our truth the willingness to pave new ways right that's a leader that's an entrepreneur we're paving new ways we're finding new pathways we're seeing what's possible and it's all for service right there's Mm. there's so much heart at the at the core of it yeah Definitely. And you definitely embodied that and taught me that. Like, I feel like I had like a level of that. And then like being in your presence and in the mastermind, it was like these deeper and deeper levels of like, how do you hold a boundary with like the deepest love and like meet the part of yourself that's like, oh, but it's mean, you know, or this person is going to be angry at me. And like, I just feel like you're an excellent example of being this like deeply feminine sensitive loving caring space holder but also being like these are the standards that I hold for you and that I hold for us Mm -hmm. yeah the the what's really taught me that is my relationships and I 
aim to be someone in the world. I, I, I do this in my work where the, the journey of growth through being a business owner comes relationally, right? If you're going to hold a boundary, you have to hold a boundary to a person or to an energy, but business is person to person. And so when I started to really connect the dots between the work that I was doing in my relational dynamics with communication and polarity, something shifted majorly for me in my work in the world, because I recognized that when I gave withholds to a partner, when I wasn't sharing my true desire, when I wasn't communicating what is what I what didn't feel what I wanted more of sexually or what I was a no to it was in disservice to the relationship because then resentment grew triggers built there was the moment wasn't addressed the way from truth from what was actually raw and real And so once I started to clean that side of the street up and I started to see that my romantic relationships just kept blowing me away and how I was being met and how much intimacy and love was created through those boundaries, I could see and connect the dots between boundaries and business. And I could see, oh, wow, okay. So this is how I actually create more intimacy between my clients and I. This is how I create more love. This is how we actually create more success because if I'm, if, if there are none of those boundaries, then I can't do my job as well. And so my clients can't get as good of results. And so there's, there's such a, you know, when we start recognizing that our, our boundaries and our desires are literally roadmaps to success in all areas, everything shifts because then we can start actually trusting ourselves and the direction that we're being led. Mm, Yeah. I think as well, it's so powerful if you're someone like you are working with women because you're like healing these shadows between women and maybe women in the coaching industry where uh, there's like that fakeness, you know, or you have to like be a certain uh, person are on this certain pedestal with clients. And I know for me, like whenever you would say yes or no to something, I would just know that that was just like the truth, you know, like she's not going to say yes if she doesn't want to say yes. And Mm. she's going to say no, if it's true. And, uh, that actually creates like a really like deep intimacy, like you said. And we, we had this moment, didn't we, where, I got like a little bit triggered because I wanted you to be in my, uh, one of my programs. And then I thought you said yes. And then you said no. And then we got to meet that moment, or at least I did in this like vulnerability of bringing my hurt to you, but also us moving through it together. And I think for me, that was like one of the most powerful moments that I've had with another Mm. woman and someone holding space for me. Mm. I love that you brought that to the podcast and it was the potent moment because it got down to real raw communication and truth and looking at all the cat, looking at the, the, the pieces of what happened and both of us taking ownership. Right. So I looked at the message that I sent you and I said, here's what I said. Here's what I meant. I'm sorry that it landed this way. Here's what I can say now. Right. So there was all of this 
openness that that created, I feel in our relationship, you were able to see, oh, look, that was a part of me that I actually read that wrong, or I interpreted it in this way. And we were able to find the place of truth for both of us that that opened up a, a whole new a whole new place of existence, really. And these moments where we find we find those where we find those moments where something's not quite right. If we lean in, that's where that we have the breakthroughs. But I feel that so many of us are so afraid to touch those parts of ourselves like, oh, it's getting hard. I should dart out like, oh, there's something that's not really that I'm not really feeling. Maybe this isn't my person, maybe. Right. So we question the container, the person, the the thing itself versus leaning into where we have a space to grow or where a communication could a conversation can be had to build deeper trust, which always allows for more healing and more success, more money, right? Like where there's trust, where there's safety is where we can unravel into the highest potential for ourselves. So I, I love that you brought that. And I feel like that was a moment where you got to see a part of yourself um, and and like what happened in your container after that and see also what life was asking of you, right? Like there was a moment of going, here's what's happening here, but here's also what's happening in general. So here's what I get to like embody, learn and grow with. And that to me says so much about who you are and where you're willing to go in your, in your work and your business, because you're like, to me, it's all about listening to that so that, our work is really led by something higher than ourselves. Yeah. Listening to life. And it was like, for my inner child, just such a good moment because for me with authority figures or like, not that you're an authority figure, but like you were my coach, this like young part of me is just like, well, just suck it up. No one cares, you know? And so in that moment, I was like, all right, I'm going to bring it to Shay. My feelings are. And, um, it was this beautiful disconfirming experience for me to be met in that way, you know, and uh, just for context for anyone listening, I had this like series of events where I had like two or three other guest experts in a program, like withdraw. Um, and I just had to get on this call in my program and be like, Hey guys, there's no one here except for me. <laughs> And I've been moving through, like feeling abandoned. And I just realized like, I'm here to just give this to you today. And it was just so powerful. Um, and it's, it's a, a symbol of like what you said of like, just listening to what's there and like letting that be a guidance for your business and for your decisions and your expression and the way you show up. So, mm. yeah. Mm. I feel curious for you in that moment when you brought it to me, I hear that like the inner child was like, ah, suck it up. And then you, you brought it. What do you feel like was that like the big, the shit, what do you think, think that the shift that you experienced was that you did bring it or was it also the way that we met it together? What do you think was that piece for you? Definitely both. And also like the care and the just, um, 
you know, there was no like defensiveness from you. Um, because I think there's probably like a part of me that's like, oh, well, she won't give a shit, you know, um, even though like another part of me is like, of course she does. She cares so much. But it's like these these patterns that we have that we think we've resolved or healed or moved beyond, like they can come up in the funniest of ways. And I think that's, you know, what's really powerful also about intimate spaces like masterminds it's you're not coming for like a step-by-step program you're coming to experience deeper parts of yourself that emerge especially Mm. with other women Mm -hmm. yeah yeah definitely definitely it gives you more access to find those layers and to confront them to meet them and that's so much how we grow is by meeting these parts of ourselves and having more challenging moments and meeting them with our mastery. So you mentioned the word care, that there was so much care there. And I feel that the defense piece, like there's, there can be in, in triggering moments where our nervous system hasn't learned yet how to hold a moment of confrontation or conflict. We see this a lot in intimate relationships because you feel safe with a person. So your defenses are down. And so, and it can bring up all of your wounding, of course. And so until you learn how to train your system to breathe and to offer care and to really be like, oh, like this person is hurting. How can I love them and be with my truth? But how can I love them? Like, that's training, you know, that's, Mm. that's deep work, that's deep training. And, and then to do that work inside of our female relationships, our, our, like our relationships that include a financial agreement, right? Because that's a different exchange, right? In intimate relationship or in friendship, there's, there's no financial exchange there, there might be a sexual exchange, there might be a wisdom exchange with a female friend but in a coach to mentor mentee mentee the mentor relationship there's this financial exchange and so that that when you bring money into a relationship it can create all like this um a beautiful opportunity to confront those parts of ourselves Mm. and sometimes it needs no confrontation and some like for example I worked with my mentor for a whole year and there were times, there's times in that journey where I feel like, oh, maybe I don't, maybe I, maybe I'm good on my own, but I signed up for a year. So like I'm in it for a year and then, Mm. you know, a week passes or another week passes and I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I have my mentor (laughs) and I need to be, I need to be okay. Number one meeting those parts of myself that it's very natural when you're working with someone at a high investment for the person who invested to be like, Ooh, maybe, maybe not at some point in the journey, even if it's the most breakthrough transformational best thing in their lives, there's going to be a moment where they feel like, Oh, maybe I'm done. Or, Oh, maybe I don't need this because it's really natural. And I've been reflecting on this because even individuating as a child to our parents, we have the mom- this moment where we're like, oh, maybe I don't need my parents. Like, I, like, 
I don't, you know, maybe when we get defiant as a teenager and we kind of like push them away, there's this, even though there's so much love and need actually still for our parental figure in that moment when we're growing up, there's this individuation that starts happening and it's really natural. And that happens in our coaching relationships as well. And so there's, there's so much to be said around the importance of communication tools and intimacy tools when it and and relating tools when it comes to our containers especially for the higher investments because there's more energy invested right there's more there's more chance to bring things up essentially Mm -hmm. and when you're working with someone on such an intimate and deep level and you're like talking to them regularly you want it to be the most clear. If there's something in between you two, then the connection can't actually be as supportive as you want it to be. So if anyone's listening and you like have a coach or you are a coach and you're, you're like, just look, look, look um, ask yourself, is there, is there anything that needs to be cleaned up here mm. in the relationship itself? Because that can actually expand your success with that person in numerous ways. Mm, absolutely and like as soon as we spoke it was like five minutes and then I was like oh I feel great (laughs) (laughs) and you're like you know if you really need me to come like maybe I can make it work and I'm like it's okay like we're good (laughs) and you know um it went from being like such a like contraction in that moment for the wound and then as soon as that care and like openness was there it was like oh okay you know and it's like I wasn't upset about the no I was like feeling this part of me that um wanted to be felt and seen and loved and cared for and yeah I didn't know I was going to bring this up by the way it was just like right <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's like we're giving people an opportunity to see it in real time too. Like we didn't know we were going to talk about this either, but it's, it's great. It's so perfect that that's here that we get to share that with the world and share how I'm really feeling actually how this podcast ripples out, how powerful actually this conversation will be in people's lives because I can, I can feel how many people have coach relationships that go sour like they're Mm -hmm. there I hear this with my clients I I don't have that experience I've it's pretty it's been rare at least and um I've I've heard it in so many different arenas and I'm not saying that I'm perfect like there's moments where people are not like where we can't find the eye-to-eye moment and that's that happens in relationship as well but I feel that for the most part, this matters to me so much people. That's why we're, that's why I'm doing this in the first place is for people, for people's joy, for people's journey of the soul. Mm. And the route is entrepreneurship and, and, and coaching and the work that I do, but it's always about the person. It's always about the healing, the, the, the depth, the soul experience of the person. And that is, so so much has is infiltrated so much is in our human to human connections like that's where our soul gets expressed right that's where we bring the healing work and we bring the wisdom work that we do on 
in our physical body healing and our energy body healing, we bring it and distill it in with our relationships. Like that's how we can really see and feel our growth. And, you know, like, have you ever experienced that where you, where you learn something or maybe you experience something on a spiritual level Um, but then maybe like a month later, two months later, you're in a conversation with your partner or with a friend and you see it happen in real time. Like Mm -hmm. there's a moment where it's like, oh, that part of me that healed, you know, this inner child piece, you actually see it transformed in real time through your relationships. And so I just, I'm so, I'm so happy that this conversation is reaching the world because it's, it's the relationships in our lives that show us our real growth, I believe. Mm, Yeah. And realizing your power, like not just through these huge Insta worthy moments that are also amazing, but like feeling your power in the moment where you like meet in conversation in the trigger, you know, and in your mess and your chaotic thoughts and just bringing power to that and that's another thing that you've definitely like instilled in me it's like finding the power and moving through those moments and bringing vulnerability as part of the Mm. menu of power Mm. yeah that's where I see and feel and experience my power so much these days and I was you know I feel that there's different levels of our power getting expressed into the world and there's a at a certain point of our journey when we start expressing our power on Instagram on social media we start bringing our truth we start dancing we start being silly we start bringing parts of ourselves that maybe no one on the planet has ever seen I know that when I first started it felt like building my audience was like building truly my soul tribe and this was before I had soul tribe had actual friends that met me in these places where we can talk and 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 jam on all things that I am into right and I feel met in those places then before I had that expressing my power expressing those parts of myself online was a way of building my power because I was telling myself this is who I am you know this is who I am and I'm going to claim this person you know I'm going to claim this person I'm going to be seen as this person that's big 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 power um and it's part of the the journey of our expression online and then I feel that something starts shifting when we there's a there's a moment in time where it's like oh I really landed that that's who I am I really see that uh, that's who I am in my relationships now, I, I am the person that I landed online in person. And it's, it's so fascinating that sometimes it goes that way because for other people, it might be the other way. You're this person in your life and then you learn how to bring it online. Um, but I, I've seen, I just see that the online space is such a space to bring all of you. And then once you see all of that power, then you're, then it gets to shift a little bit where then you, you brought it, people see it. Now it's time for like, it's you, it's for you. It's for you in your real life. And so bringing your power into your conversations, bringing power into your sex life, bringing power into your, like when you're actually eye to eye with someone, you know, and, and that those are the moments 
that in my opinion, especially like you said, when it gets messy, when there's a trigger, when your old wounding stuff is coming up, being artistic in the moment, finding your capacity. And that's something that gets built over time through practice and dedication to your own regulation and to being a person that can hold powerful conversation. Like that is to me, like one of the most, some of the, the, the most powerful parts of ourselves we will see is in those moments in our present life. And then we get to know that that's who we are and that's magnetizing and attracting all of our following and our audience to us just from being that in our regular lives. Mm, Yeah, the energetics, right? And um, I feel like everyone just wants like the ritual or like the meditation for the energetics. Like give me this like one thing to like, quantum manifest but I feel I feel like you're just this living example of this where I I honestly feel like you could put up one post on your stories and have like a multiple six figure launch because it's just like people just feel it on some level like they feel I often see women that have been in your program say this where they've literally discovered you like the day that they've joined something and they've Mm -hmm. just felt this deep uh, like resonance or this deep draw to be in, or sometimes they don't even know what's inside and they're following this intuitive pull. Um, and what the question that I want to lead into from that is like, you're a huge expander for a lot of like feminine essence, spiritual women, because you've really created something special in your own way that's like so different to a lot of people in the industry who are really focused on strategy or like this template for success what for you was like the turning point uh from going from I mean here to here wherever you are now somewhere up here (laughs) (laughs) okay from here to here (laughs) so you know, I've had a handful of really pivotal moments that have shifted so much for me. Um, Definitely working with someone over a long period of time who I'm absolutely inspired by and who runs by energetics was big for me to fully trust the energetics for myself. And one of the things that I feel we're doing in this industry as well is that I know for myself, I really hire people to mentor me who like their medicine resembles mine in certain ways. And it gives me more of a conviction to believe the medicine that's moving through me. So working with someone who holds the same, holds values that I believe in that holds a paradigm that I want to live into or somewhat of a similar paradigm you know it's not going to be exact but it's somewhat similar like choosing to invest in getting support from someone over a long period of time who has that 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 for one shifted so much for me and so I have big thank you personally to Miss Melanie Ann Layer because she oh my goodness like 
shifted, helped me believe in what was moving through me like nothing else because of how much she believes in the work as well. And so, so much is due to our beliefs. Like if we can believe it, we can create it. It's as simple as that, but there's a lot of tools and techniques that will help us believe into the things. So there's that just, we've got to talk about our mentors and, and like how much having that is such a big shift. Um, and I would say the next piece is that I, I simply, like, there was a moment in, there was a moment where I decided that I, anything that I did was going to work, anything, like anything that I did was going to work. I just decided that I wouldn't have it any other way. Now, are there moments that I learn and are there moments that like something doesn't go exactly as planned? Of course, but there's this collective fear that I'm going to do something wrong or it's not going to work for me. It's going to work for her, but not for me. And I just decided that I was done. And this is a, you know, I relate to a lot of this certainty inside of myself to this like frequency of the divine masculine. And I really started honing in my divine masculine because, and I feel that for some very feminine essence beings, we need to work on our masculine if we want to. And it's not the masculine that gets shit done. It's the masculine that holds a bright light to all of the drama that goes inside of our own minds because the true chaos and the true order that's one the true order that's wanting to come to the chaos is in in our own minds and when we can grasp that when we can grasp the idea that the that the results that we're wanting that the success that we're wanting that the quantum manifestation of our dream that we're wanting is really in the the order to our own drama our own minds, our own bullshit, our own fears, our own. And when we can take ownership of that, see that fully and not try to get it to go away, but just accept that that is the nature of the mind is to worry. That is the nature of the mind is to doubt. That is the nature of the mind to not believe or to misbelieve or to believe based on the evidence of the past. And so once I started to shine a light on this and see that it was me, only me, the only one that was holding me back was me, everything shifted. And I believe that, like, there's no part of me that believes, oh, I only had a, you know, 200K month in January, it could have been 500, but there must've been something that I was doing that was wrong. No, I chose that with all parts of me. And so there's this ownership piece that once once that clicks in for people, you, it, it, you can't you can't really go back from that. Like you you choose that it's all you, and then life is on your side because you're no longer running away from your own shadow. You're no longer running away from your own mind. You're taking ownership. You're seeing. You're 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 choosing to, to find new pathways, beliefs, thoughts, and ways of being that actually serve your purpose, not take it away. So in my here to here journey, <laughs> and, and I would say like, you know, the energetic 
past of here was the the version of myself that was scared that it wouldn't work the version of myself that you know thought that i needed some external thing in order to become successful or wealthy or multimillionaire like that version of myself and who was constantly questioning am i being myself am i doing good enough to the part of me now that has more success monetarily than i know what to do with to the part of myself that has hundreds thousands of women that i support to the part of myself that has so much certainty when i feel the impulse to launch something to create something to welcome someone into something to write something to post anything it's like their certainty this is who i am this is what i'm doing this is the results that it's going to create the the when getting there was through ownership taking mm. full ownership and and confronting all the parts of myself that d- didn't want to that wanted to blame that wanted to shame that wanted to reject and put it on other people other things other circumstances trauma the list goes on but ownership of that it's all happening inside of my own body and my own brain so if i can train my body and my brain to be where i want to be to be where my soul wants to be cuz that's the thing with all of us it's like our souls our essences are way farther advanced than our minds are than our bodies are and so so much of my work is helping my clients to train the body mind to get with the gifts and the medicine of the soul because we come into this life with these essences that are revolutionary and when we start our spiritual path we we wake up to that we start seeing now we see our beauty we see our radiance we naturally want to give it we naturally want to create freedom from that gift and so then the work really becomes training the body mind to like know that that's possible and to know that so like so much more than possible like there's we're only scratching the surface of what's actually possible yeah amazing yeah. i remember i had this moment um and it kind of relates to this myth that i think is in the coaching industry where people think like you have to be doing business coaching in order to like get to a certain level of financial success and i remember i'm pretty sure this is like this was a curve on the graph in your like quantum ascension because i joined orgasmic ascension and I remember there was like two hundred abundance. Sorry, yeah, sorry, orgasmic abundance. And that's I'm talking yours. about my own membership, orgasmic <laughs> abundance. Um, and I remember jumping on the call, and I was like, "There's like two hundred and something people live on this call," and in my mind, I, I'm like th- trying to think of like how how much money is that, and then I'm like, how many people are here live, like live on the call, not just watching the replay and I remember it was like a um you know it was a moment of like oh wow like what is possible is like beyond what I've been thinking is possible like this is not a business program this is like sensuality and healing and there's literally like 200 and something women who want to be here in this room right now and um I just thought that that was like 
an amazing, for me at least, like an amazing revelation in that moment. I love that. Yeah, it's so interesting that people think that like people have these ideas about what creates success and maybe in people's minds it's easier to quote unquote convince someone to join if they know that their money is going to be made back but in my reality we never have to convince anyone of anything and if you're actually in the seat of your purpose you will be successful you know I was just on a call with one of my mastermind clients right now it's her one-on-one session and She's in a launch currently, and it was so beautiful to support her because she just had so much soul energy moving through her. It was just so beautiful to witness. Like, I like so much excitement, so much readiness to hold these souls that are already joining, so much energy coming in, and so much clarity around her offering and her excitement to support these women coming in. And it's like, it doesn't matter what she's teaching. She's successful and the people are joining because she feels that way. It's oozing from her. Like you don't need to be outward. This is like the same as you don't need to be outwardly beautiful to be radiant. You don't need to have like lipstick on and heels on to be feminine. You need to be oozing it from the inside out oozing radiance love for yourself and for life itself and for your creations from the inside out and that's what creates success it's not what sells it's not finding the right way to market it's speaking from your soul and speaking truth and one of the things that all of my clients go through is like meeting of the void and I've Mm. met the void so many times where it's like I don't know what's coming next but the, the more we can get comfortable with the void, the more powerful our creations become because then we know that when the next thing comes, it's exactly what is meant to be brought to the world. If you can be fine in the month or so where you're not creating anything, maybe you're not even selling anything. I don't know. I like selling things all the time. So that's not for <laughs> me, but right? Like there's always something, there's always options. But in terms of a new, new offering into the world, I will not create anything new unless it is like a lightning coming down into my body that says this. And I'm not going to use my, like right now, I could probably sit down and go, oh, what could I create? And oh, here's what it could be. And here's what I know. And I could do that. But that that oozing excitement of I cannot wait to launch this I'm excited to actually be in my business that wouldn't be there and so meeting these moments of the void can be so powerful for us because then we know the contrast and we know what it feels like to be so present in the work be so present and that's what creates success you know OA and I'm so excited because that's actually the next thing that I'm launching so it's perfect that we're talking about it it's like I ooze with excitement for this course it's and this is going to be the third time that I teach it live and it's going to be oh my goodness I just cannot wait it's changing so much but I haven't launched it again live since that time actually, because I've been waiting until I feel that feeling. And then it's like, great, this launch can be like 
200, 300, 400 people because I'm not doing it until I know if I'm ready and I know that I can be fully in the game. Mm, yeah. It's annoying, but it's true, guys. It's like, uh, as you're talking, <laughs> I'm like thinking of my most successful launches and they were like the ones where I was just like, jizzing with excitement and I was like I don't even care how many people join because I just want to fucking make it I just want to create this and um it's really annoying for the part of your brain that's like let's strategize and let's like calculate everything and like just put something out there and you know have a big month it's just it doesn't work that way (laughs) yeah I love that you said that it's annoying yep it is because when you're in it you're just like oh, like, why can't it be here now? Why can't I know exactly what's going to happen? And, you know, so much of this work is being in and with the mystery, the unknown and structure and strategy is great. I love knowing my baseline of here's where, here's what I'm going to be making every month, non-negotiably. Here's, you know, the containers that are always rolling, the quantum is always happening in my world. So, here's what's always there. But then there's this, okay, there's these other moments, these other launches that are so, I don't know what's going to happen. And I'm willing to meet that and how exciting because I know that launching it is not only for those who join, but it's also for me, for who I become for, and I wouldn't be the person I am today. I wouldn't hold the power that we're talking about in all these conversations, et cetera if I didn't meet all of those moments of I'm willing to do this because it's also for me, for who I become. Mm, Yeah. I remember you, you put it one time, like um, I think it was on one of our mastermind calls and you said like certainty on what, like it sounds great to a part of your mind, but you were like, imagine you're having sex and you literally knew every single time exactly where mm-hmm. your partner was going to touch you. And then they would do this and then they would do this. Like it would just be so boring and like such a turn off. Mm-hmm. And so then it's like, well, why are you afraid of the mystery of your launch? And that just really stuck with me. I was like, that's a fucking great metaphor for a launch. Yes. <laughs> Yes, and the void. exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's like, we've got to learn how to enjoy it because we're choosing it. We're consenting to it saying, this is what I'm in. This is the life that I'm choosing. If you're choosing to launch courses, you're choosing to be in the mystery in some level because you can't control people. You can only show up and do your thing, but you can't control when people join or how many people join and you got to let all that go. Mm. And so Uh, yeah so I love that you brought that up because I forgot that I said that and it's so good it's true it's true we don't want that we want to feel like ooh, what's coming next and that's when we actually like okay so if we're actually going to break this down if you're actually in an intimate moment with your partner you're in the bedroom you're like feeling your arousal and your pleasure build and you're really in the unknown you really let that sink in like you don't let your mind go to, oh, but this is what happened last time. No, you actually sink into, okay, I'm going to be so present with like the way that his lips are touching mine. And like, oh my gosh, like what could happen next? I don't know, but I'm so present here. Something amazing will happen next. Like (laughs) I promise you, I promise you something amazing will happen next. And so in our launches, can we also expect that 
we'll know when we know, right? So, you know, you might set a sex date up by saying, okay, we have Saturday night and we're going to have dinner and then we're going to sit by the fire. That's the strategy, right? But then the actual, what ha- the magic that happens inside of that date, you got to let that go. So like a lunch, you can say, all right, I'm going to do this masterclass on Tuesday and on Wednesday, I'm going to do this giveaway. And on Thursday, those are when the doors open to the course. Cool. Your strategy is done. But then the magic is the juicy stuff. It's like, okay, what am I going to be inspired to create, do, share, launch, open, talk about within that strategy? And I think that a lot of people fall back on just the strategy and they forget the magic, right? Which is the energetics and the magnetism, but it's also the creativity of like, oh, this one person sent me a message asking, you know, what is the start date? great. What can I do with that? Maybe there's other people that want to know that same question. And then that builds and that builds and that builds. And you can't plan for that stuff. You've got to surrender Mm -hmm. into it and let it be present and flow with it. Yeah. It's an adventure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Yeah, I feel like you're very multifaceted in that way where you have this very like silly, sensitive, feminine, like, uh, like funny side of you. But there's also this like, this like badass, fierce person inside. And you're a Capricorn, right? Mm. Yeah, so you've got like this like part of you that's like, I know who I am and I'm taking radical responsibility. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's so funny the way that the way and those parts of myself feel both really strong, like really, really strong where I have this like very cute, sweet, feminine practice, practice in relationships, more submissive part of myself, like surrendered puddle of pleasure And then I have the part of myself that knows that the only way that I get all of that, the only way that I get all that joy, all that bliss, all that orgasm, all that submission, all of that divinity that I love to experience in that dimension is through my boundaries and my know and my clarity and my seat in my own self. Like that is what gives me access to the silly and the soft and and all of that in such a big, big, big way where I get to really enjoy all those parts of myself, knowing like the other parts that are showing up to hold space for them, to create them, to give them an opportunity to, to really play, to really live. So, you know, like the parts of ourselves that, and I really feel that people think that, like people think that, power is who you are and I really think that power animates who you are so Mm. we all have access to power and it it it's what it's what gives life to who you are it's what gives life to your personality to your soul's journey to your path and it's and it's 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 the fire that that underneath your journey. Mm. 
Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Oh my goodness. Um, and I saw this great post that you wrote the other day, and I think it would be cool to kind of like share to wrap them things up. You were talking about how you were really shy and introverted when you started your business. And I, I just wanted people to hear that because I think it's very easy to look at people online, especially established in their businesses, making millions of dollars and just so like in their confidence and just in who they are and to think like, oh, that's so far away from me or that's so different from me. So I'm curious, like if someone is listening and they resonate with that, like past Ashe feeling shy and like wanting to know how they can just express themselves and, you know, tap into their soul's path, like what advice would you give them? Love the shy one. Love her. Love her, love her, love her. Accept her. Let her take up space. Let her be there without letting her dictate your life. So I still have a shy part of myself and she likes to show up sometimes in different contexts. And it's just, I love when she shows up because I've accepted her. I no longer blame her as the reason as to why I can't be successful. So if you have that introverted, shyer, like more reserved part of yourself, can you just love her? Can you give her space? Can you let her live on? And can you also show up? So it's the the best of both worlds. You don't need to detox her out of your body. You don't need to heal her. You just got to accept and love that that's an aspect of you and there's nothing wrong with that. We love to make ourselves wrong, but that's not what's happening. Like what's happening is that that's a part of your humanity and that makes you no less powerful at all. Um, and your journey of loving that part of you or whatever part of you, whoever's listening, whatever part of you you're judging or trying to shift or change, if you can love that and find the humanity, the, the, the humanity, the connection to all human beings from that. And also know that people who have what you think that you want, what you do want, have that part of them too. And they've confronted that part of them, you know, like no one's mm -hmm. born super confident. It's like confidence is built. Um, and it's built over time as we say yes to our journey as we say yes to the impulses you know so the impulse to create something the impulse to speak something the impulse to cut your hair in a certain way you know like these impulses that live within you you get to follow them and say yes to them e even with all the parts of yourself that are shy or doubtful or hurting or um, filled with fear like they get to coexist Mm, so powerful we all have fear we all yeah. have fear we all have things you know yeah all have the things <laughs> yeah we all have the things we are all the same at our core we all have the same core wounds they show up differently for everyone we have our own unique story and ways in which those collective it's collective those collective trauma patterns and woundings affect us they affect us in different ways you know like for some of us it's super easy with money for others it's super easy with body and body image and health and for some of us it's like our relationships like we've had we've been married for 40 years and never had an argument and for others we're fighting every day right so 
these patterns affect us in different places and in different ways, but it all, we all come from the same piece, which is that there is a core separation from God. There's a core separation from ourselves, from love. And so the more we get, get to return all those lost pieces back to love, there we are again, right? And we get to show up and listen to the journey ahead of us. Amazing. Thank you for your wisdom, babe. You've changed my life and you have changed many people's lives. And I love and appreciate you. And I thank you just so deeply for coming on today and sharing all of this with everyone. You're so amazing. And the last thing that I just want to say is like still to this day, when I hear things like that, like you've changed my life, I still have the part of me that's like, but what did I do? Wait, did I even do anything? How is that real? And it's, it's, it's so amazing to me how these parts of ourselves can still exist, no matter how many people we've impacted, touched, changed, et cetera. So it's just goes to show like to confirm that point that mm. it's all about the relationship that we have with these parts of ourselves. But anyways, that's the last piece I wanted to share. Thank you so much for having <laughs> me on. This conversation was so fun and juicy and real and deep. And I adore you and the work that you're doing in the world and who you are, who you show up as and everything that you do in your individual life, Amy, to be who you are. I see you showing up in such a beautiful way. And I feel lucky to have impacted you, to know you, to see you. It's truly a joy. Thank you. I receive. Oh, I will receive it. (laughs) Amazing. Everyone go follow Ashay on the gram if you're not already. Ashay Sundara. She's amazing. And she will make you feel really fucking inspired all the time with her embodiment and her life and her stand for the world so get over there (laughs) thank you so much for tuning in today queen i've loved having you i hope this episode lit you up and exploded your soul and your heart and your yoni and your intuition if you want to play together, you can come and join me on Instagram. This is Amy Rushworth. You can also download my really amazing free abundance bundle from the episode show notes. You can find other juicy details there. And I can't wait to see you so soon in one of the next episodes. Until then, keep shining, keep blazing, and keep unapologetically living your best life. I love you lots. I'll see you soon.